Welcome to Money and Magic, the podcast that combines the mystical with the practical to help you navigate money in the muggle world. I'm your host, Shy, remote bookkeeper and judgment-free money coach. I hope this podcast helps you create a harmonious relationship with your finances that empowers you to lead your truly magical life. Let's get started. Hey, magical human. Welcome back to Money and Magic. On today's episode, we're talking about uncovering your money story. Your money story is your personal narrative about money. It makes up your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings about money. It also affects your financial behaviors. Money stories are often generational and culturally based, and they actually start forming in your early childhood. By age three, most kids can grasp basic money concepts And most of us have our money habits set by the time we're seven years old. The first part of your money story I want to talk about is your inherited money story. This is your money imprint. These are the things that you learned and observed when you were a child and through your teenage years. Uh, It's a lot of what did you hear growing up? Did your adults say things like rich people are greedy? Or did you hear them talk about sleazy car salesmen or how selling is bad? Or did you hear good things about money? Did your family donate a lot of money? Did they discuss money regularly? Did you not hear anything about money at all? That's very common for a lot of people. And that's a lot of the reason they end up in the financial situations they're in now is because money was never discussed when they were growing up. A lot of parents think that money is not something children should know anything about or have any insight into. And that is completely wrong because we do start learning a lot about money as a child. And so if you're not being taught those things, then you're never going to know. Another thing to ask yourself is what did you see growing up? On payday, did both of your parents sit down and balance the checkbook together? Did your mom pay all of the bills? Did you grow up in a single family household where one parent was making the money and all of the financial decisions? What did you see? Was there a lot of tension on payday? Did you not even know when payday was? Who handled the money in your household? Was it a joint effort? Did one parent handle it more than the other? Different things like that. Another thing to think about when it comes to your inherited money story is whether you considered yourself rich, poor, or middle class. And looking back now, whether what you thought at the time was true or not. If you didn't hear my money story in the first episode, just a quick synopsis. Both of my parents worked growing up. We also had a lot of rummage sales. I remember myself having lemonade stands. I remember working in the concession stand when I played softball. All of these different working class type uh, activities because I looked at my parents, they were both working class. One thing that my dad always told me growing up was not to use credit cards. He never explained to me why, and I never really knew why because we didn't discuss it. He would just say, don't get credit cards. Now that I'm older, I realize my mom overspent using credit cards and my dad had to bail her out a lot of times. And so sometimes I wonder if maybe my dad would have sat down and explained why credit cards were bad 
and the consequences of credit cards, maybe I wouldn't have got myself in the credit card situation that I was in. Now, let me give you a flip side of that. My husband's family, he grew up where his mom didn't really work. His stepdad was the one that brought the income in for the entire household. But yet his mom was the one that did the grocery shopping and a lot of the budgeting and balancing. She was the financial caretaker, while his stepdad is the one who brought all of the money in. They also cashed in aluminum cans. His stepdad always had different side gigs that he was trying to sell, different things to make ends meet. And so my husband grew up in a much a poorer situation than myself. And so we have very different views on different things. My husband had no credit cards. He came to me with no debt. He didn't go to college. He was a working man. He's a welder, went straight into the trades. And so we both have very different views on money. But something else that wasn't discussed in his household was retirement. My dad did discuss retirement with me as I got a little bit older. But as of now, I don't think either of my in-laws have any retirement plans And so trying to teach my husband about that, that's something he would have never known about if I hadn't brought it up. And he wouldn't have known to think about it either because the jobs he's had, no one mentioned it. It's just not something that he has been around. It's not something that is part of his inherited money story. The next piece of your money story is your interpreted money story. And now this is how you interpreted an experience that happened to you Whether it was true or not, it's just something that you interpreted. So here's an example. Let's say you're at a hotel and you see a customer treating the staff absolutely horrible. And then you notice the customer is wearing a designer dress and carrying a designer handbag, Gucci sunglasses, and a fancy sports car outside. Maybe in that situation, you interpret that as rich people are rude. Whether or not that is true, that experience led you to interpret it as though that is fact. Something I interpreted growing up was we normally shopped at the grocery store Meyer. If you're not from the Midwest, you might have never heard of it. Uh, but that's normally where we got most of our groceries. But occasionally, my mom would shop at Aldi. And at that point in time, I equated Aldi with budget shopping, as a lot of people do. So I interpreted those times as though we were shopping at Aldi because we didn't have enough money to shop at Meijer. Maybe the case was just that my mom didn't want to go clear to the other side of town to grab a handful of things that she could get at Aldi. Maybe the situation was that we really never had the money to afford Meijer, but that's where my mom preferred, and so she just went there regardless. I don't know the answer to that, I don't know what is true, but that is something that I interpreted and is part of my money story. Now, currently, as an adult, I love Aldi. I go to Aldi every single week because it is a budget shopping place, but also because I enjoy Aldi. And I also go to other grocery stores that tend to cost a little bit more. So it has nothing to do with whether or not I have enough money. I just enjoy Aldi. But that is something in my money story, an experience that I interpreted, whether it was true or not, and it does lead to a piece of my money story. Now, earlier I mentioned how my husband never really was taught anything about investing or 
retirement or anything like that. And that just wasn't part of his inherited money story. But something that is part of is his influenced money story. And that's the third piece to your money story is your influenced money story. And that's just as simple as how others influence your thoughts on money. How public figures could be influencing your thoughts on money. A big one here is finance influencers like Dave Ramsey. Most people have heard of him, whether they agree with him or not. That is someone who influences a lot of people's money stories. Other people like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, people have opinions on that. That is influencing their money story. I'm influencing your money story right now by giving you this information. These could be famous people. They could be not famous people. Another thing that influences your money story is your peers, the people that live in your household, your family, community. Social media influences our money story every single day. Ads on TV trying to get you to buy this and that and this and that. That is influencing your money story. So all of the things that are happening around you at any given point are influencing your money story in one way or another. And this isn't necessarily negative or positive. It's just, it is what it is. We are thrown so many different thoughts and statistics and look at this, look at that, money. We live in a capitalistic society, so money is everywhere, constantly influencing our thoughts. So these are the three pieces of your money story that you need to work through to kind of get a grasp on understanding where you came from, owning that money story. Once you get these all kind of figured out and start working through that, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to challenge these thoughts. You're going to question them. You're going to dig in and see, do I really believe that? Do I really believe that I have an income limit? Do I really believe that I cannot spend less on groceries than I already am? Do I believe that I shouldn't step foot in a coffee shop or a restaurant if I have debt? These are all things that a lot of people have been told, but do you believe those? Once you start healing from that, you begin to create your informed money story. And your informed money story is your end goal. That is where I want you to be. Your informed money story is like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It is that place where you are at peace with what is happening in your financial life. Everything is harmonious and you are living your magical life. So that informed money story looks like owning your money story as it is right now. Whether you grew up rich, whether you grew up poor, it does not matter. What matters is where you are right now and you're moving forward. It doesn't matter if you are drowning in debt or you have a huge savings account. What matters is you are moving forward from this point. So own that money story and then start creating your own thoughts, changing your mindset around money, understanding that money is a tool to be used, that it is not good or bad. It is just there to be used. Not that we spend money, but we circulate money. Once you start realizing that the money you send out comes back to you, that is when you can start to create abundance and get clarity and work on changing those money habits, changing your money mindset. And that is something you will hear a lot throughout this entire podcast is your money mindset, your thoughts, and the words that you use. And then once you get through that and you understand where you're going and you have that informed piece of your money story, 
then you can start living that story. You can start digging in, realizing how to use money as a tool, releasing any fear or any self-doubt. Once you understand your money story and where you are emotionally and spiritually with that money story, you can start adding in the bits and pieces of practicality and setting up budget and changing those habits. You cannot change your inherited money story. You cannot change the things you have already interpreted. You cannot change any of your influenced money story. What you can do is change your informed money story. You can move forward and knowing that where you've come from is not where you have to be. So a big thing we're going to talk about is that money mindset. And that's what we're actually going to talk about in the next episode. So once you understand your story, you can really start to shift your mindset And that's where the magic really happens. If you need any extra work on this, all of this is in my course, Money Alchemy 101. And it gives you a bunch of shadow work prompts. There's an entire workbook that comes with it to kind of help you dig in. But you can also just go to Google and Google shadow work around money. Google journal prompts on money story. Just try to start digging in and thinking about what you learned and heard and saw and felt and all of those things about money throughout your life up until this point. And that's a wrap for another spellbinding episode of Money and Magic. I hope you learned something that can help you navigate money in the muggle world. If you have any questions, topics, or even your own money and magic story that you'd like to share reach out to me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have found the show insightful, I'd truly appreciate it if you could take a moment to subscribe, leave me a review, and share Money and Magic with your friends and family. Think of it like casting a spell to help others on their financial journeys. As always, stand tall, shine bright, and stay grounded. I'll see you next time.